Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. Will the Bucks have the dreaded Super Bowl hangover? Are the Cardinals any good? Plus, can the Chiefs return to the top? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. They are the defending Super Bowl champions. They are quarterbacked by the greatest winner in the history of the sport. And they have probably the most complete roster in the NFL. The question with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2021 is not how could they or why would they win? It seems like the better question is what could possibly stop them from winning? Joining me now from Locked on Bucks, James Yarko and and James I hate to frame it that negatively, but I think you understand the sure. point that I'm making here because they they are not by by betonline.ag the favorites to win the Super Bowl. And so if they don't do it, like I said, the best the best roster in the league, if they don't, what will stop them? Uh I think the easy answer is injuries, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they they're loaded top to bottom. They're the first team in the cap era to bring all the starters from a Super Bowl championship roster back. So the biggest hurdle that they have to overcome is one that they overcame last year was not having any major injuries and not getting hit with the covid bug. You know, they were they were one of the teams that didn't have key players up until the very last week of the season with uh, Devin White missing time because of close contact or a positive COVID test. So that's really the biggest thing that's going to stop them. And on top of that, of course, you know, the NFL is a a funny animal. You you could, you could have a team come out of nowhere. It's all about what team gets hot. You know, the Buccaneers got hot after they lost to the chiefs in the regular season, rattled off eight straight because they just started clicking at the right time. So it's not always the best team that wins the Super Bowl. It's what team is playing the best at that moment in time. But you could make a strong case that the Buccaneers are, in fact, the best team in the NFL. And, you know, flipping this from my original question, this is a Buccaneers team that coalesced, like you said, the middle of the season, no offseason because of COVID, no preseason games, but limited training camp. You could make the case that with all these guys back, they could actually be better in 2021. Absolutely. And one of my biggest takeaways, I was down at training camp uh, you know, a co- year, this past week. Um, Antonio Brown's going to explode. This guy having a full offseason, he understands the offense. Tom Brady, find someone who loves you the way Tom Brady loves throwing to Antonio Brown because it's no joke. It is abs- This team could end up with three 1,000-yard receivers in mm. Evans, Godwin, and Antonio Brown. Again, health is going to be a big issue. But yeah, they absolutely can get better than they were last year because Tom Brady's not learning the offense. He's refining it. You know, they figured out what worked late in the season. They're using that as a big strength. And you you talk about impact guys like Antoine Winfield Jr., who was a rookie in a very complicated Todd Bowl scheme. All the players on, on the defensive side of the ball, at least as far as starters are concerned, have all been under Todd Bowles for at least a season. So it's not learning the scheme anymore. It's refining it and making it that much better. Locked on today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey, your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. Coming up, are the Cardinals any good? Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With all of the makes and models with cars today, it's now impossible 
for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brands that their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers. You have a phone in your pocket. Why spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain or a car dealership when you could just go to Rock Auto and get the best price? RockAuto.com's prices are reliably low for every customer. So go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution for your auto parts needs. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Yankees and Red Sox in August. Well, except the Red Sox forgot to show up. Well, at least the series is over now, right? What's going on, everyone? It's Lauren from Locked On Red Sox. And the Boston Red Sox got swept by the New York Yankees on Wednesday night. Just a really bad showing by the offense. Nick Pavetta also really struggled. He only lasted an inning and two thirds. Garrett Richards, though, really shined out of the bullpen. Probably the only positive takeaway from this game, honestly but this offense just did not show up. They had the tying rod, the plate in the ninth, and they could not get it done. Oh man. The likelihood of Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott seeing any live action in the preseason before the September 9th opener against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is growing dimmer and dimmer. There's a good chance he probably won't play. Yes, that's fair, Coach Mike McCarthy said, although Dak would probably push back and say that's not fair. Though McCarthy was talking about the assessment, of course. McCarthy said if Prescott did not play against the Houston Texans on Saturday, he would not play in the August 29th preseason finale against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Nebraska announced that the NCAA is looking into its football program after a report said Cornhusker staff improperly used analysts and consultants with the knowledge of coach Scott Frost and even moved workouts off campus last year when such activities were banned during the pandemic. Nebraska AD Trev Alberts told the media on Wednesday, we just wanted to acknowledge that there is an NCAA investigation that is currently engaged with our athletic department and our football program specifically. We want you to know that we have complied 100% with the NCAA and been very collaborative with our approach with them and with all of their investigation. With the Field of Dreams game in baseball recently hitting headlines, corn has been in the headlines a lot lately. Not exactly how Nebraska wanted this one to go, though. Oakland Athletics ace Chris Bassett suffered a right cheek fracture that will require surgery when he was struck in the head by a line drive during Tuesday's game, the team said in a release on Wednesday, along with a displaced tripod fracture in his right cheek, meaning three different bones. Bassett sustained two facial lacerations that required stitches. The Athletics said Bassett's vision is normal and no other eye or head injuries were found. He was released from Chicago Hospital Tuesday night. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for next on betonline.ag. NFL Super Bowl odds have been updated after one full week of preseason action, and KC still sits atop the rankings. The betonline.ag lines for the Chiefs to hoist that Lombardi trophy have them at plus 525. Tampa Bay at 6-1, Green Bay 11-1, Buffalo at 12-1, and the Browns. Yes, the Brownies at 14-1. to For all your MLB, NFL, college football, and golf lines, betonline.ag has you covered. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON 
for a 50% welcome bonus. Here is another story you need to know. The Arizona Cardinals may have brought in the biggest names this offseason, adding guys like J.J. Watt and A.J. Green to a team that already has boatloads of young talent, starting with the quarterback in Kyler Murray. The question facing this team now, can they take that proverbial next step? And joining me now to figure that out from Locked on Cardinals, Alex Clancy and Bo Brack. And and Alex, let me start with you. Uh, Offensively, Cliff Kingsbury has not been able to elevate this team to the heights that we saw his college offense get to. What is it going to take for them to make that leap? Better play calling. Um, I think at, at this point, when you have veteran leadership like DeAndre Hopkins and A.J. Green, you have Rodney Hudson under center to shore up the offensive line. You have Rondo Moore, who seems to be electric so far. They're going to run in the slot and outside, kind of be the gadget guy. If you can't run the offense effectively as Cliff Kingsbury with this offense, what's he doing here? And I've said this all of the offseason. Peter, I've joined you. I've said this ad nauseum on our mm. podcast. If the offense isn't the strength of the Arizona Cardinals, why is Cliff Kingsbury the head coach? And he just needs to call better plays from play one to the last play of the game. We see highlights of greatness, and then we see a lot of Death Valley time where the Cardinals can't move the ball down the field. Are those moments of greatness just guys like Kyler Murray making a play just chucking it up to DeAndre Hopkins and him making a play. I think those are all reasonable questions that we're going to have to ask, and and maybe we get them answered in in big games coming up this season. Bo, flipping sides of the ball here on defense, again, they made the splash move for J.J. Watt, and quietly, this Cardinals defense was pretty good last year. So, I mean, did they have to be a top 10 kind of defense for this to be a playoff team this year? Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, there are some offensive shortcomings, but this defense, you have to pivot. We joke, it's the Friends episode. Pivot, <laughs> it's defense. Because they go out, they sign J.J. Watt. They want this front seven to be special and disruptive and get guys like Matthew Stafford off their spot and make them look every bit as pedestrian as he did the last couple of years in Detroit. So I think that the Arizona Cardinals defense, there's one place that things have to go right for this Arizona Cardinals defense to be good, to be a top 10 unit, and that's the defensive secondary. Yep. They're going to ride with Malcolm Butler, who replaces Patrick Peterson. It could be the status quo's production, but then they've got a couple rookies that everybody's intrigued by. Marco Wilson, who they traded up for out of Florida, absolute just tool shed. But can he get it together between the years? So far, so good. One preseason game into it. This defense, it could be special. It could be the Arizona Cardinals calling card, despite having – Cliff Kingsbury is their head coach. Kyler Murray is their quarterback. And DeAndre Hopkins is their top receiver. All right, quick, guys. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Just just top line, give me your, your prediction for the Cardinals this season. Start with Alex. I mean, eight wins is high because I can't find eight wins. This, this schedule is very, very difficult compared to last year. With the quarterbacks that they played, they only mustered eight wins. I'm going to say eight wins. And I hope it's no less because, again, Peter, as I mentioned, it'll be Armageddon if it's less. Eight and nine. He's a blast at parties, everybody. Alex Clancy. <laughs> no, this is a, this roster. If it, if it comes, if it's eight wins, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury is looking for work next offseason. No, I think that they could absolutely win ten to eleven games. It's a it, it's a tough division, but there's yeah. no, enough talent on this roster to where they should they should absolutely be approaching double digit wins in the in the mix for a playoff spot. 
And it could come down to something as simple as if they stay healthy, they win nine, 10 games. And if they don't, you're looking at seven, eight wins. And and like you said, it could mean Cliff Kingsbury being the offensive coordinator somewhere in college football next year. Thanks, guys. Coming up, can the Chiefs return to the top? Our cue of the day is next. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And why not? With flavors like peanut butter brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, coconut, almond, all somehow, I don't know how they do it, all covered in 100% chocolate, all high in protein, high in fiber, low in net carbs, and low in sugar. These things are the goods. And if you don't believe me, I have good news for you. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. We're making it easier for you to try a product that I stand by so strongly, so strongly. I recommend them to random people on the street sometimes. No, I don't really. But I have recommended them to people. And guess what? Every person says, I can't believe how good these things are. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Dot com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the day. Why are the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl contenders? Well, they have Patrick Mahomes and you don't. And for <laughs> the Chiefs for the last two, three years, that has been simple enough. And Patrick Mahomes continues to add things to his game that make him essentially unstoppable in the modern NFL. Joining me now from Locked on Chiefs, Chris Clark and, and Chris uh, I know that it does seem that simple, right? But defense, offensive line, these things have have come up the last few years and kept the Chiefs from being three-time defending champions, which is honestly what they could be, and they're not that far from being that. So what is what is that tweak that they need to make in 2021 that allows them to get back to what they were the year before? Well, I think the biggest tweak was changing the offensive line, and they did that in the offseason completely. So I think that they're in great shape in that regard. Uh, you know, depending on where you look, I've seen them ranked uh, somewhere in the top 10 of the offensive lines in the NFL. And I think that may be uh, optimistic. Uh, I do think mm-hmm. that they're going to be a good offensive line, but uh, it looks like they're going to start three rookies basically on the, yeah. you know, from center over to right tackle. So. Uh, while I do think that all three of those guys will play well, it's going to be a work in progress and none of them have played together before. So, you know, chemistry does matter. Talent level, I could see them being the number nine, which is what I just saw a little bit ago. Uh, but I wonder if they're going to play up to that, especially early in the season when they haven't had a chance to play together and actually get that chemistry together so far. And the left tackle is new as well. So yep. um, it, it is basically a, an entirely new offensive line this year for the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I think there are also going to be questions about this defense. Um, they they have a couple blue chip players. Chris Jones, Tyron Matthew are, are high, high level players. But what about that secondary, Chris? Can that be good enough to you know get enough stops in an AFC that you have to beat Josh Allen and, and that high flying Bills offense? You have you might have to beat Justin Herbert. Who knows? I mean, there are definitely some offenses that they're gonna have to reckon with if they want to win the Super Bowl. No, and they definitely will have some offenses to reckon with. But I think the bigger thing that needs to be remembered, and you said this to start, is that they're going to have Patrick Mahomes. And <laughs> yeah, uh, <that> so, <laughs> you know, even if the defense gives up 30, it's not like Kansas City is generally going to be kept under 30 points. Now, obviously, the Tampa Bay Super Bowl was a whole other ball game. I mean, you're, you're down to your, what, third or fourth string left tackle. 
and you know your third or fourth string right tackle and second or third string left guard and right guard and i mean just everybody was everywhere else except for the where they would normally play and so i think that that's a big thing but when you start looking at the defense i'm glad you bring it up because chris jones is now going to play defensive end mostly i think uh which is a surprise to me you know if you would have told me that six months ago i would have told you you're crazy but it does look like he's going to play a ton of defensive end uh it does look like he'll get some defensive tackle snaps but with him playing defensive end, that gives him, uh, you know, somebody that can be across from Frank Clark if Frank Clark is healthy enough to play, which that's a question mark right now because he has a hamstring injury. But if he's able to play, that gives them a bookend with Frank Clark, and I think that'll put them in a good situation. Plus, Jerron Reed is going to be able to push the pocket in the middle, which is not going to allow a lot of time for QBs to survey the field and throw the ball. Really, to me, what this comes down to is, is Kansas City's defense good enough to keep the other team most of the time under 20, 25 points? I think so. Now, they don't have to keep them under 15, which is what you would normally like. And finally, New York Jets rookie Zach Wilson, who grew up idolizing Aaron Rodgers, was admittedly starstruck upon meeting Rodgers for the first time at a joint practice Wednesday in Green Bay. So, too, was Jets second-year quarterback James Morgan, who played high school in Green Bay. James is a big fanboy. He was getting a little nervous, a smiling Wilson told reporters after practice. I'm a big fanboy too. We all have to kind of pretend like we've been there before. We're enjoying just being out there and being able to talk to him. It is worth pointing out here that Zach Wilson last year said he loved Aaron Rodgers, but that he had no swag. Rodgers, of course, pushed back and said swagger is more than just how you dress. It is a state of being. So it turns out it's a lot like social media. You can say it when they're not around, and then when you see their face, it's, oh my God, it's so great to see you. I love your work. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on Friday, can the Jets be relevant this season? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today. Stay locked on today.